In the morning, Gris wakes up alone on the couch. He was wondering for a moment, but then suspected that his parents must have went to their room to go to sleep. He looks at the clock above the TV and sees that he has an hour before the bus comes. He goes upstairs, takes a shower, brushes his teeth, puts on his comfortable clothes, and waits the remaining 30 minutes to start heading outside. He then smells breakfast and was called to the kitchen by his mother to eat. He happily goes downstairs and gets to eat his favorite pancakes his mother makes for him all the time. He sits on a chair waiting for the foods while Grace strikes a conversation with him. You know, Gris, I really do think you should start making friends and get to know people around here, Grace says. I know, Mom, but but what, Grace says in a sincere tone. But I just can't relate to any of them. I could tell that they may not like me out of jealousy or they may think I'm just a smart bleep, Grace says to replace a cuss word out of respect. Well, Gris, maybe you need to let loose a bit. Don't get too much in your head about what other people think, because in reality, you can't really tell what they're thinking unless you take unless you take over their mind. Well, yeah, mom, that's true. But through behavioral patterns that be a psychology, you can read people and science, dear. Yes. But in reality, it is more complex than that. You understand that nature is more than just numbers and sequences. There are only concepts that we as humans make up to give well, concepts about the world around us. It creates order and structure in this chaotic world so we can live better lives. You have to understand, though, that whatever is in your mind is not the same as what's in your external world. Well, how do I separate my mind and reality? Sometimes to go through the senseless is how you can make sense. After all, there is no way for sense to exist without the nonsense, right? You are not making sense, Mom. Exactly. I want you to do me a favor for you. After you come home from school, don't go in the house yet until you come up to any tree in our backyard and start talking to it. I know this sounds crazy and insensible, but this will prove my point and something may astonish you. Gris laughs for a moment and then replies, <laughs> Okay, okay, Mom, I'll play this game of yours. Good. Grace says in satisfaction. Now hurry up and finish eating so you can catch your bus. Grace eats the last of the food left on the plate and puts his dishes in the sink to leave for Grace to clean and rushes outside to catch the bus. He thinks about how embarrassing it would be for anyone to just see him talking to something that's not intelligent or can't speak at all. So he thinks to himself, as soon as he gets home, he finds an inconspicuous tree surrounded by other trees so he can talk to it. After another boring day at school, he heads straight home after leaving the bus stop. He went to the door and before touching the doorknob, he almost forgets what his mother told him to do. He gave a long sigh and wonders why he is even doing this. Then he answers his own question by thinking that his mother told him to. He finds in an inconspicuous tree in a small forest in the backyard, sits down and starts talking to the tree. He greets it and tells it his name. He asks of it his name. Of course, no answer. He continues on telling it how his day went, being another boring day at school, just answering every question the teachers ask and staring at papers and TV screens. After that, he stares at it for about five minutes, zoning out and thinking about this tree, its height, how many leaves it has, and branches, color, and its beauty. Okay, 
he says, annoyed. I'm heading inside now. He greets his mother and she greets back. So, how did school go? Grace asks. Boring, Grace replies. As usual. How did the conversation go? Well, it was pretty cool. I don't know why, but overall boring. Grace snickers. <laughs> okay, that's good. She then whispers to herself, You'll see soon enough, Gris. After a couple of days went by, Gris would skip some days, but he would eventually come back to talk to the tree about intellectual things and other subjects he's intrigued to talk about he wouldn't even tell his dad and mom about. On his fifth time of meeting the tree, and after finishing the one-way conversation with it, he hears a whisper in the wind calling his name as he walks away. He stops to turn around to the tree, but sees nothing unusual. He brushes it off, thinking his mind is playing tricks on him. On his seventh time of meeting the tree, he sits down to talk to it once again. A sudden moderate burst of wind rushes at his face with a whisper. <sighs> he begins to be in shock, but filled with excitement at the same time. He immediately rushes home to tell his mom about it. He quickly opens the back door, startling his mother. Oh, boy, you startled me a bit, his mother says with a little shock. I'm surprised, Mom. It's always hard to scare you, Gris says jokingly. So what's up? Did something happen? Yes, I think the tree talked back to me. Talked back to you? Are you sure? Yes, Mom, I'm not crazy. It was like it was, like it was communicating me through the wind. Interesting. What did it say? It said, hello, Gris. You must be coming a tree whisperer, she says jokingly. A what? Gris says, confused. Nothing, dear. How is it talking to you through the wind? I don't know. It isn't how you are talking to me when I hear it and listen. It was like I can feel it and listen. You are beginning to see the senseless of reality with just experiencing as it is. This is how you separate reality from your mind. I still don't get it, Mom, but I can feel it now. Philo comes home and Gris gets excited to tell him about what happened. Afterwards, Philo says, It doesn't make sense. How can... He looks at Grace and smiles. I see. <laughs> Your mother's phenomenal. On the next following days, Gris's aura starts to change with him being more friendly with other people. He had people tell him that they don't think he is what they thought he was, a weird and cold kid. He sarcastically says that's good, but starts making more friends by just accepting what they are and learning more things. He replies to his mother and father with exciting news on attending school and less than his time being in his room for most of the time. On the 20th day in the late evening, while talking to the tree after having full conversations with it, a symbol starts to appear in the middle of the tree. Confused, he runs to his mother and father about it. They immediately ran outside to see and saw that it is the same symbol that they made years ago.